0: hi you're hanging out with the wellness women and this week we are going to rock and roll into part two of our wellness makeover kitchen so last week we had a wonderful discussion about uh, creating your wellness kitchen and this week we're going to do the part two of that and we're going to run into what we're going to talk about is creating a clean kitchen so we've cleared out the cupboards and now we're going to get to what we're going to put in there so some easy swaps and we're also going to have a chat about cleaning toxin-free, so keeping our chemicals
1: out of the house. So, Andrew, let's uh, get into it. What, what's happening for today? Um, well, I think that you guys are probably, you know, on the edge of your seat from last week, where we cut you off pretty quick. We told you to have a look at these labels, um, pull out anything with with certain numbers and letters on them, uh, and if you did a really good pantry cleanup then that is awesome. So, yeah, well done. Uh, so, you're probably all sitting there with this stuff to one side and uh in suspense going now what the hell do i do with it so we're going to go a little bit deeper into some of those things um, because we want to expand that list just a little bit And we want to let you know the reasons why we're doing that as well, because some of the numbers and letters that we called out last week are actually really detrimental to your health. Uh, So we're creating, you know, your wellness lifestyle makeover, and part of that really starts with the things that you're putting into your body. Uh, I know that we've talked about some preservatives already and some colours. So let's go into a little bit more detail about some of those things, and uh, we'll give you a bit of a list, but again reading your labels is really important um, but then you know the flip side of the paradox to that if something has a label or is in a packet then it may not be that good for you um, you know with with a few exceptions and the um, rule of thumb that I kind of like to use is um, a phrase uh, from Lois Hay, and that's really simply if it grows eat it if it doesn't grow don't eat it so when you're doing all of these things uh, keep that in mind, keep that in the back of your head uh, and that's going to make your choices a whole lot easier.
0: Welcome and you are hanging out with The Wellness Women. This is Wellness Women Radio and this week we are going to go into part two of The Wellness Women's Wellness Lifestyle Makeover. Last week I had a great chat about creating the wellness kitchen. And this week we're going to continue on from that and basically tell you how to fill those spaces that we created last week. So just as a recap from last week, Andrew, what uh, what did we go through? Uh, well, we
1: we left you on a cliffhanger. We did, yes. <laughs> and the two big things uh, that we talked about were the two Ps. So, you know, the plastics uh, and how everything is wrapped in plastic. We use plastics for everything from, you know, everything's wrapped in clean wrap. We use Tupperware for storage. Um, our kettles are all plastic and all this goes on. Yes. And how... Be, it can have some detrimental effects to our health using that in in high excess and we really went into a lot of detail about xenoestrogens yes uh, so you know that that's a pretty tough uh, term to get your head around we will do an entire podcast exclusively uh, to those things um, but we gave a bit of a summary last time um, and then the other P was the pantry so cleaning out your pantry and we gave you some things to look for uh, some some numbers and some letters that will be on your labels you know we he said pull those out put them to the side I don't think that we told you what to do with them but we'll go through that in a minute excellent so guys as listeners how did
0: you go with that uh, first part of clearing out the can- pantry did you feel great did it feel amazing to sort of look in there and go wow there's a lot of junk i didn't need there's a whole lot of stuff that was out of date um you got rid of that you cleared it out and now you've got this great space um i hope it felt wonderful to you because it certainly does to me whenever i do a pantry clean out and i try to do that sort of every six to twelve months just to make sure that uh, i'm keeping a clean lifestyle and you know cheeky habits haven't crept in and uh, the wrong things have started coming in so it's good for anyone to do and regardless of how healthy you think you are and how healthy you think your habits are it's always a fantastic thing to do to do your uh, pantry audit
1: great uh right so with everything that's sitting to the left hand side of your pantry the things we want you to do with that is literally chuck them out (laughs) yeah so the stuff that we said the pulling out the things
0: with the artificial flavors msg and all that other stuff that we said no 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 to um that's Going to go with the bin. Yep. So is, yeah.
1: those are, you know, kind of non-negotiable no-go zones. Yeah. Um, and I know
0: you're thinking, oh, I don't want to waste my money. I'm wasting money throwing this stuff out. You've bought it. And uh, I know that always jumps in the back of the head. You feel guilty throwing out food when how much of the world doesn't have any food at all. But right now, let's just focus on your health and how we reboot that and uh, do this, this health and lifestyle makeover with us. So just... You know, Or if you really, really, really feel terribly guilty and uh, you want to pass that on to someone else, you can. Just remember you're passing on the same health problems to them as you are trying to avoid for yourself. So, yeah, decide what you want to do in the bin or gift it off to someone else. But either way, clear that out
1: of your space right now. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right, so we talked about a whole bunch of numbers and letters uh, last week. Uh, We went through some of the colors that we wanted you to avoid. We're gonna expand on that list a little bit today. uh, And I'm gonna give you some other names and things to have a look for. But keep in mind, the reason we're getting you to do this is because those things have detrimental effects on your health. Um, and some of them can actually be quite serious and we'll go through a few of those in a minute. Um, right, so any of the colors that we looked at was anything like you know 102, 104, 107. There's a whole list that we're gonna put online on the Facebook page. Um, we got a lot of this stuff that you can use as a really good resource uh, from Cindy O'Meara's Changing Habits site. She's got a really great list of things to avoid and as well there's a a little book called the chemical maze it's a shopping companion by bill statham um it fits in your handbag and it really does go through a really extensive list of everything from you know the kitchen the food additives to the cosmetic ingredients um i would certainly suggest don't leave home without it if you're still shopping in the supermarket and if you're still buying packeted foods um it's really important it also gives you nice happy smiley faces if something's okay yes it's Um, super simple for families to use yeah and it also lists any of the um the side effects that you might experience with some of those things so keep a look out for those again we'll put those resources online so you can have a look at them um, but the thing i want you to remember is if something is in a packet if it requires you to read a label it's probably not that good for you. And as a general rule of thumb, the, the thing I like to keep in the back of my head is a phrase from Louise Hay, and that is, if it grows, eat it. If it doesn't grow, don't eat it. So it's pretty damn simple. It uh, will make you really think about what is the most helpful choices in this moment. So if it grows, eat it, if it doesn't grow, don't eat it. So when you're going through this clean out, when we're getting you to think about, you know, this wellness lifestyle makeover, keep that in the back of your head. All right, so we've just listed a couple of the colors. Let's move into some of the other nasties, and they're the preservatives. Uh, So, you know, anything that's going to increase the shelf life of your food, um, if it's going to do that, it's probably not going to be very good for the inside of your body either. Um, If things have, I mean, look, we talk about this, but
0: um, realistically speaking, if things have used by dates and they're one or two years from now, that is a whole lot of time to be sitting on a shelf. It's dead, It's well and truly dead. I mean, you couldn't keep a broccoli in the fridge for, for, you know, 10 days, 20 days, 30 days, but we've got things on the shelves. And so they really do have to be essentially dead before they can last that long. Um, And hence the reason we talk about Packer Foods not being so wonderful for us because uh, they just don't add that that life, that energy that comes from whole, real and uh, and homegrown foods.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And anything that's going to extend that shelf life um, just... You know it's fairly common sense. We know that preservatives aren't good for us, yeah. They
0: have to be sugars or salts or something
1: chemical, yeah. yeah. And so, some of the chemicals we're going to go through right now. Um, so here's Where some words go? to look out for we've got sorbates. Benzoates, sulfites, uh, and remember sulfites, that's the, the thing in wine that gives us the hangover, or part of that anyway. <laughs> uh, the nitrites and the nitrates. And most of these things are going to be found in heavily processed foods, including cured meats, so, you know, salamis, bacons, that sort of thing, particularly nitrites and nitrates. Uh, so you can actually buy nitrate-free bacon. Um, if yes, you really want to you go, can. go organic, butchers
0: will uh, yeah. often stock that, and they'll have cured, smoked meats that are that are nitrate free. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So, what's yeah. The bad about the nitrates themselves? Uh, that's a really great question. Sodium nitrate is actually naturally occurring in some places, but most likely in these circumstances, it's actually chemically, you know, concocted. Um, so, you know, it's it's a naturally occurring salt, but not in this case. Um, and then nitrite is, you know, a byproduct of of other things as well. The issues that people have with these products is that um, they're preservatives but they're also what we call color fixants as well so they kind of keep the the meat that nice you know fleshy color for a bit longer as well so it has a longer shelf life again so again it will be not nearly as fresh as as what you should be consuming anyway Uh, it can cause a whole host of symptoms so particularly headaches dizziness um, allergies it's absolutely a neurotoxin as well and a lot of this stuff you can actually find more information from the My Chemical Maze book Um, so I certainly recommend that you go back there and um, have more of a look. Um, your sulfites can actually mimic a lot of hay fever symptoms Uh, so when you're pulling these things out of the cupboard and you're reading the labels and if anyone in your family is a hay fever um, sufferer or has lots of skin rashes um, gets you know hives headaches that sort of thing have a look at these foods and see if they're prevalent and things that you're consuming often and just by you know extracting that can certainly help um, along those lines. So the eggs and bacon lovers, the, uh, <laughs> the, the nitrate bacon is probably yeah. what could be eggs, triggering fantastic. Eggs yeah. 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 Eggs absolutely fantastic. Um, and the sulfites is, is in your dried fruits. Um, oh, okay. Frozen meals, jams, um, you know, your bags of chips, um, your frozen pizzas, that sort of thing, but also your beer and wine. So that's why. So a lot of our listeners <laughs> are kind of, uh,
0: yeah. grumbling and groaning right now, and you've just said beer and wine in the same <laughs> sentence with, uh, bad. Yeah so those okay. headaches
1: hangovers yes uh, and that's why there is such a market for sulfite free or preservative free wine so when they're saying preservative free they're essentially meaning sulfate sulfite free wine uh, so keep a lookout for that because that's that's a much better option um, and the the benzoates which i mentioned before um is naturally occurring in some fruits uh but the way it's used as preservative can actually, you know, it's been linked to some sort of carcinogenic effects, but it's also um, known as a neurodegenerative toxin, which means it degenerates our nervous system, which is the most important part of our entire body, you know, our brain, spinal cord, and, and the nerves that come out from there, which transmit all the messages throughout our whole body. And given the rising rates of
0: uh, mental health conditions like the dementia and Alzheimer's, this is a really important and very relevant
1: uh, subject, isn't it? Yeah, so these are some really easy things that you can do that just to get any of those toxins out of your system. Okay. Keep your brain healthy. Yeah, so avoid your sorbates, your benzoates, sulfites, nitrites and nitrates. And then a really biggie um, is MSG. We brushed on this really quickly last week. That's um, monosodium glutamate. Indeed. Yes. And so the number is 621. So if you see that anywhere, avoid that. Um, the really interesting thing with MSG is it actually makes us sick and fat. And this is one thing that people don't usually associate to you know a, uh, a flavor enhancer. But MSG is actually one of the most effective obesinogens. Mm. Uh, so studies have shown that the quickest way to fatten up rats in a lab is to give them MSG um, because of the effects it has on your system, but also it increases your appetite even more. So you're going to be eating more and stacking on the weight even more as well. Uh, so that's a pretty good reason just there to avoid it. Um, uh, can also cause heart palpitations, asthma type symptoms, so shortness of breath, um, you know, restrictions, that sort of thing, uh, headaches. Absolutely. Uh, Increased appetite, as I already said, and the list goes on. Uh, so MSG is the flavor enhancer. So what can we do instead? Well, look, I just before
0: we jump into that, I also want to sort of um, share a little experience I had with MSG with a client years ago, and it was really interesting because MSG is also now shown to be a known neurotoxin. Yes. And this is a client that had essentially all the hallmarks of uh, symptoms. Of um, MS, multiple sclerosis. Mm. Okay, so they're looking at some of the degenerative symptoms of MS, and all the tests and everything had come back. It was uh, clear for most things, but they couldn't explain why some of these sort of uh, muscle weakness symptoms, pins and needles, hands and feet, um, some even some memory lapses. There's some really strange things happening in this gentleman. And what it came down to was, with all tests inconclusive, essentially. Um, they could really only shortlist it down to, saying, well, early onset MS. Um, And so someone in their early 40s, this is a pretty pretty horrific diagnosis. On discussion, we had a chat about all the different things in his lifestyle, um, some of the dietary components of his lifestyle as well. And the way I tend to work is, regardless of diagnosis, my vision is to always maximise the potential of the human cells to do their very best job. So we look at that from... The things we always talk about you know how we eat how we move and how we think awesome. to help that body heal itself the best it can regardless of what condition, symptoms and all the rest so in this case we had a chat and it was really fascinating when we got down to asking about what is being consumed who's consuming a lot of things like the um sugar-free foods yeah. so the the low-fat sugar-free yogurts um diet coke and the big one, chewing gum. He actually had chewing gum in his mouth every single time that we saw him. And when we sort of, sort of looked at some of those components, um, aspartame was just something that came across all of these things. MSG came to these things as well. And he had a lot of those things. Cut everything out was what we came down to. And within three months, headaches, some of the strange things like the the sensory changes in the hands and feet had resolved. Yeah, that's so cool. Isn't that amazing? Within six months, yeah. there was no hint of diagnosis of MS. Oh. So, you know, the cocktail of MSG plus aspartame had created this just toxic bomb. His, his brain and nervous system could not deal with the misfiring of the chemistry that was going on. So he was getting all of these disconnected symptoms. And uh, so, look, I share that story because I know a lot of people have disconnected symptoms. A lot of people have strange things happening and they just can't piece those puzzle pieces together and tests are coming back negative or inconclusive, but they feel like it's certainly there. And sometimes people start to believe that it's between their ears. And it's so They think they're going crazy. Yeah, they
1: How they, often do we hear that? Yeah, they think yeah. they're going
0: crazy. You know, and they think, oh, I must be imagining it, or I'm, I'm a hypochondriac. But we just want to let you know as well that, um, often those things can be very, very real. And there's a lot of hidden signs coming from the, the foods we eat and the things we ingest that could be causing some of those chemical reactions. So that sort of leads us on to, um, talking about some of the swaps. You know, for MSG, it's a flavor enhancer. It makes stuff taste better. So the simplest thing to do is to make your own foods. I mean, that's that's straightforward. We know that. But you can actually use a lot of herbs and spices to really bump up and make foods taste great. So if you don't have a kitchen pantry that um, includes a spice rack or a herb rack, um, we really, really encourage that you get one. Uh, make it really simple for yourself. Mine's a bit disgusting organized because i have a tray with all of them stashed in there so it means that i end up picking up every bottle till i find the one i want um, my next job is to go in and create a spice rack so that i can see them all so that anytime i'm doing my cooking i can just quick grabs and when you see things you tend to use them When you don't see them, you tend to forget about them. So, um, yeah, having a spice rack is a great one. I love cumin. I love turmeric, a whole lot of Italian herbs, you know, even things like powdered ginger. They're just amazing to have on hand so you can always boost the flavours of your food so you really enjoy something tasty every time you're
1: cooking. Yeah, beautiful. And you can get most of these spices organically, um, and they're pretty inexpensive as well. I have a really awesome spice rack even though I don't cook, but, um, you know, one of my best friends has been to culinary school, so at least when she comes over she's got something to use. (laughs) Okay. Um, and I love that story um, that you shared, actually about, about your patient. And some of these things can come into our diet so insidiously. So he might have started just having some, some yogurts or, you know, in chewing gum and all of a sudden a concoction of all of those things adding up is really creating that level of toxicity in his body that it can't, his system can't deal with. Well, he was actually doing what he was told because he was into
0: bodybuilding and, and weightlifting and things like that. So he was cutting down the calories. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's a whole lot of
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah, amazing, yeah, isn't it? Story. So, you know, really yeah. really
0: dangerous advice there that he'd been receiving. Um and, you know, just really fortunate we had kind of an off the cuff conversation. And decided to sort of troubleshoot by making a bit of a shift there as an experiment because we can't do any harm by taking toxicity out of the body. I mean, that's that's the idea we we're trying to create. And it was almost by accident, so it was a really eye-opening experience, a really huge kind of reminder of the things that we we talk about and the. Practicing what you preach, you know, doing this stuff, getting rid of the toxicity in your life, um, whether it be through the food,
1: home space, lifestyle, whatever it is. Um, And a really good reminder to to you guys as well, if you're consuming some of these things, talk to your practitioners about them. Could this be creating some of my symptomatology Mm. or is this adding to, you know, the way my body's working at the moment? Now, this leads us into the next thing that we want you to look at. And I know we talked about Spartane, um quickly last episode as well. So that's our artificial sweeteners. Um, now, the labels I gave you last time was Aspartame. Um The brands are things like Splendor, Equal, NutraSweet, um, Saccharin, Sweet and Low, those sorts of things. I think Coca-Cola's just come out with a, a what is that drink? Life or something. Life, it yeah. Life or something. Yeah. I think it's stay like away Stevie from it. just Stevie. Just stay away from Coke and yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's that's A blanket over that none, it's good. Um, now the the issue is these are known liver and neurotoxins. Yes. And that is really, really scary. Um, there's also a really strong association with artificial sweeteners and weight gain, which is quite a paradox there. You know, you think you're cutting out you know your calories, but your body's still looking for that sweetness. It's tricking the brain. Yeah, absolutely. It's linked with metabolic syndrome, which is the precursor to or you know, pre-diabetes, and then also type 2 diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, all of that sort of thing. And there was actually a study that showed, um, you know, if you have two diet drinks a day, this increases your risk of cardiovascular disease or heart disease by a third, and you're also 50% more likely to die from similar related diseases. And this is just from having two diet drinks a day. Um, and this was a pretty hefty study. It was done on over 60,000 subjects. Uh, so that is pretty compelling evidence that these things are pretty damn bad for you. Um, I want to throw, not necessarily into that category as bad, but agave. Um, yeah, tell us a bit about agave and why that's... Because, it, it, I mean, a couple of years back, it took the world by storm. It was oh, the next I, best thing to absolutely. sugar. Absolutely. It had a very short-lived uh, life, that. Yes. It the it sweetener. Um, but I, we, bought, I bought some because oh, me too. I saw it out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I went through a period going, I know this isn't good, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it essentially is comparable to high fructose corn syrup. And I've
0: been avoiding the high fructose corn syrup and subbing in the agave thinking that was making my uh, protein balls so much better for me. Okay. Exactly. That was an oops. And like we said, you know, we say this all the time. We're just here to present the latest in the information and the research that's out there. And each of us has probably gone through a stage where we have followed the latest guidelines and that's been upgraded and we've gone, oh wow. And we make a conscious effort to shift just because it was once said to be bad or good future research changes we follow that research so that's what you're getting here you know it's uh it's one of those things we're going to keep going through and if we ever give you something and we think that the science has changed since the last time we talked to you about this we're going to share that with you as well yeah and that's what wellness women's really all about you know keeping yourself up to date so we want you guys to stay up to date and when things change you're going to hear it from us
1: yeah yeah we will certainly update things um as as quickly as we can um so you know agave or you know, high fructose corn syrup is what's found in most soft drinks. Um so you know, it's it's that sugar that gives you that really massive insulin quick rush. spike. Mm. Yep. But then it crashes just as quickly, which puts a huge load on your adrenal system, which has to try and like kick in and try and balance your blood sugar levels Poor old pancreas. Yep. Induces like a massive stress response in the body and then you're you're blood sugar levels have gone so low you're going to be craving more to try and rebalance things and that vicious cycle continues yeah the nasty sugar cravings that and, uh, grab crash mm-hmm. yeah exactly that's why um you know kids around three o'clock that's that witching hour Running up after out of school to go to the, the local uh you know kiosk on the corner to grab their their quick their hand snacks and, the lollies. Sugars and lollies <laughs>
0: and yes uh, paddle pots
1: yeah that's that's a common pattern we see so what can we do instead of the artificial sweeteners we know that you know the Cane sugar or, or white sugar is, is not very good for us either. Um, so there's some really simple um, hacks or swaps we're going to give you instead of those things. And again, these are appropriate if your body can tolerate them. So if you don't have any kind of blood sugar level issues, autoimmune yeah, or or problems, ins- yeah, insulin resistance, that mm. sort of thing, and you can tolerate a little bit of this stuff, then we would definitely suggest organic, locally sourced honey. Um, you know, maple syrup. Um, there are some things like you know, xylitol or stevia is probably the lesser of the you know sweetener um, evils that they're more naturally occurring um, and have less uh less issues than some of the other things um but again small small doses um rapadura sugar that's a really good one that comes from evaporated cane sugar it's not processed so it still contains lots of really good minerals for the body as well um, what else have you got on your list, Stash?
0: Yeah, so recently you start to see um, making it very accessible to everyone is the rice malt syrup. Yep. Uh, and I know that the gorgeous uh, team over at Food Matters have it a lot in their recipes, which is awesome because they're also really, you know, at cutting edge in regards to the latest research. Um, highly recommend oh. if you haven't been over there. Go to foodmatters.tv. They've got amazing resources, some great videos, some great DVDs, and uh, and really powerhouses when it comes to, to transforming
1: your food in your kitchen. So, uh, yeah. It's like. Um, the Netflix of really great healthy docos.
0: Yes, I love it. yeah, it's great. I it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the coconut palm sugar is something that's come uh, out recently yeah, and right. that's become a lot easier to get. You know, it was really, once upon a time, something you could only really source in the, 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 the in-group of health food stores in your, in your city um, and anyone who's in a country town, forget it, no chance you'd find this stuff. And uh, often you had to resort to purchasing online to be able to get these products. So now you'll find most health food stores um, and even I've noticed that the Coles are more worse. I've seen the rice malt syrup in, uh, in Coles which is an organic brand there as well so that's fantastic so it just awesome. goes to show that some of this stuff is getting mainstream um and rightly so it deserves a place in you know the the big supermarkets because people need access to this uh, as an alternative for them yeah fantastic and
1: that's actually a really great way that you can vote with your money as well certainly um which is you know this idea of if you want to see more of you know good quality organic locally sourced products um at you know prices that aren't um, ridiculous then that's that's the way to do it so you know the the demand will create the the need for that
0: we're going to talk about our top five simple swaps
1: um some of the common things you find in your
0: pantry that we think there's some really easy ways just to sub them out and something them in because it's really hard to keep saying no 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 get rid of this get rid of that it's like okay great well what should I be using and you know that's a really uh a reasonable question to ask us so the the things that you should be using we'll talk about firstly oils yeah so we're finding that most people are using some of the what I'd call dangerous oils you know your canola your grape seeds, so your seed oils things like that they're they're really inflammatory science is saying that they create a pro-inflammatory response in the body um toxic when heated a lot of them mm-hmm. so you know we really should should not be using these products,
1: should be Andrea. And it's a bit confusing because they sound healthy because they're from plants. So, you know, canola, sunflower, vegetable vegetable oils, those sorts of things. Um, They're very high in what we call omega-6 amino acids or fatty acids, um, which we have in absolute excess in our bodies anyway, or in the foods that we eat that creates that. Um, They can be, you know, toxic when heated because they're not stable at that temperature. And I am going to throw in there rice bran oil as well. Yes. Um, it is, again, had that very short-lived it oil. It sounds um, good, though. Rice yeah. is from a from plant. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But. but to get it to the stage where it is actually palatable um, is a huge chemical concoction. To the, they've got to bleach it. They've got to do a whole bunch of other stuff to it to make it palatable um, which completely destroys any of the the possible um, health benefits to that Um, so my absolute recommendation is cooking with um, organic if possible virgin or extra virgin coconut oil um, you can get ones that don't have a really strong flavour. So, you know, rest assured, all your fruit's not going to taste like that. I kind of love the flavour. You'll get used to it really, really quickly. Um, but it's very stable at very high temperatures, which makes it really, really safe. It's a fantastic saturated fat. And, you know, look, we already know that fat doesn't make us fat. Um, you can cook pretty much anything with it. You can use it in your baking as well. Um, and it's what we call a medium chain uh, fatty acid, which means it can actually aid in our metabolism. Which is fabulous, that's what we all all want. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so this (laughs) is. Did you hear that? (laughs) Just repeat that again, (laughs) just so everyone gets this one. So, coconut oil is a medium chain fatty acid. or, you know, you might have heard the term MCT, so medium-chain triglyceride, which can actually aid in your metabolic function. Also, which is really cool. And awesome. coconut oil has a million uses. Um, you know, it's antibacterial, antiviral, um, antibrosol, all of that sort of thing. It you can, can use, help uh, your hair, face. dry <laughs>
0: I've seen people no. rubbing... Uh, oil into their hair yeah. to, to get that uh, split ends and everything sorted out so yeah coconut oil has got some huge uses there and I love the cold pressed extra virgin olive oil yeah. um, being so close to Margaret over here we have some absolutely gorgeous varieties of, of these cold pressed oils, we're really lucky um, but you know you you got to choose the cold pressed extra virgin olive oil that comes in a dark bottle because we don't want to be oxidizing it with light and and obviously oxygen as well so with regards to the olive oil we don't heat it generally do we we want to be putting it onto our salads and uh, into dressings cold and unheated
1: yeah you can make a really great um you know salad dressing with some EVOO. um yep. make sure it's cold though; that's really important it's made it's not heated in the the transference of the oil from the the olives which, which it's will lose all top its value to. if it does that um you know add some lemon and some lime in there a little salt and pepper balsamic salad dressing Ooh, yeah, yummo. Can, yeah absolutely so that is um our number one swap is the vegetables or the cooking oil that you're using so stay away from the vegetable oils um certainly you know you can use your uh olive oil your avocado macadamia nut oil all of those sort of things in moderation things. yeah absolutely in moderation yeah and your coconut oil so the the choose the virgin or the extra virgin coconut oil um, as much as you can um Ash, what's, super what's what's our next thing look one of the things I
0: love to cook from base I love making you know cakes and sweets and things like that um in moderation again but just it's great you know you've got to make a birthday cake for someone you know it's one of those things in life that we've got to celebrate uh, the, the special people and uh actually it's my gorgeous husband's birthday very very soon so I am I'm in cooking mode right now. Um, flours. So, you know, your, your general flour comes from wheat. Um, it's generally a wheat-based flour. I do not use wheat-based flours. I choose my gluten-free versions. Mm-hmm. So my pantry has um, a coconut flours. It's got almond meal as a substitute. There's some great recipes you can do with all of these too. So, you know, if you're ever wondering, you know, why on earth would you use them? You need to just look up gluten-free cake or gluten-free baking and you'll find that these are the flours that are used for that um, brown rice flour is also fantastic mm-hmm. it's a nice light flour to be using for for cooking particularly allowing to rise your cakes need to rise so some of these other flours like the almond are quite heavy so a lot of people don't like them because they find the cakes very flat and pancake like mm-hmm. but you do have some great alternatives there um i generally choose a brand called Orgran in Australia, easy to get and it's great because it's, you know, if you're trying to look for something that's in the shelves of every supermarket that's one brand you will find so you can find your, your gluten-free flowers there, they do have mixes of tapioca in there as well. Um, what else have we got? Um, I think we also talked then about the flowers, I mean that's one thing, get rid of
1: wheat and sub in the gluten-free that counts for cereals as well, the breakfast cereals. Yeah and um, I was actually surprised at this, about 35% of uh, you know families start their day with like sugary Breakfast cereals, and they, there's pretty much no nutritional benefit to that whatsoever. I feel so sorry for parents who have to filter through the barrage of marketing um, material that their kids will see every day that they want that, you know, w- whatever it is. Um, I really love starting my day with eggs or something like that. But if you're going to do a swap of cereals, then I really would suggest the forage brand. So, you know, Dr. Damien Christophe on the sky is going to give a bit of a plug to him here. He has been working on, the, you know, the cereal formula for, you know, probably about a decade or more now and has come up with a really awesome um, gluten-free range um, that is mostly organic and that is just awesome. I have that in my pantry. I have the paleo version, I eat it as a snack, I don't eat it as a cereal, and I really love it. Um, so you can get forage from most health food stores now. Um, otherwise, you can buy it probably direct online from yeah, your website. So I, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and, and that's one of those ones as well that um not only is it a great substitute, it tastes great, it's got good fats in there as well, so that's gonna keep your hunger levels down. Yep. So it's gonna get you not just through breakfast and feel like craving at 10 o'clock, you'll get through to lunchtime with uh using a quality cereal like that. But if you're eating, you know, fruit loops and uh, even things like Sultana brand, they're quite high in the sugars because of the Sultanas, you will start to find yourself getting cravings quite early, mid-morning, you know, 10, 11 o'clock, which is, you know, well before what we should be eating. Uh, We're eating too often is what a lot of people are doing. You know, there's six meals a day. We're not designed for that. We're designed for three meals a day. Six hours between our meals is essentially the ideal balance in terms of blood sugar balancing as well. Um, but eating too often, we're just triggering and tripping off our desire to keep eating. So having a good breakfast is a great way to slow down your, uh, your eating habits of snacking too often, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and if you find that you are needing food a lot more often than that, then you're not getting enough of the right the right things um, at the right time. Uh, right, so switching out your cereals. Check out the fridge Band, You guys uh, will love it um another one's pasta so
0: pastas you know there's certain pastas out there gluten-free pastas are a great option now because what you will find is that you've got um, some durum and some really nice, and a lot of people don't react to them quite as much as they do to uh the wheat-based pastas mm-hmm. and, and other things that are made out of wheat so just be mindful of which pastas you're buying as well um you don't always have to have these
1: awful soggy cardboard like uh gluten-free pastas or uh, even better yet, you could do what I love to do is the zucchini pasta. So you're peeling the zucchini really, really finely, and then you can like lightly steam it or blanch it, and essentially it's like spaghetti, um, which is something that I actually do. You know, that's Excellent. Within my cooking repertoire is,
0: is that. It's pretty simple. Yes, it's zucchini noodles <laughs> yeah. and zucchini pasta now has become really popular for a lot of people who are, yeah. are going
1: grain-free uh, in the paleo lifestyle. Um, and finally, uh, another of our uh, big ones is rice um, you know, white rice, it's not a whole lot of nutritional benefit to that. As far as I'm concerned, a really easy swap for that is, you know, brown rice or black rice, um, or even better quinoa. Um, technically it's a seed, so it's a bit higher in protein. Um, it'll keep you fuller for longer. Um, you can use it in salads, stir fries, anything at all. Um, if you can tolerate it, that's a really great option.
0: So wonderful listeners, you now have Fantastic ways to refill uh, your cupboard. You've got rid of all the nasty stuff, you've added in the clean whole foods, you've reset yourself ready for success to really uh, grab hold of this wellness lifestyle and create a perfect
1: makeover for you and your family as well. We really challenge you to to swap out those those five top things that we've talked about. So get rid of your oils, your flour, cereal, pasta, and rice. Or you know do that healthy swap. Uh, get rid of the nasties that we've already talked about. So get rid of your your colours, your favourite flavours, your additives, the MSG, um, and your artificial sweeteners. Let us know how you go with that. Um, you know let us know about your experience. Post it on our Facebook page. Let us know if there's anything that you're really struggling with. So that is Facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Women or on our website, bewellnesswomen.com.au. And we would love to hear from you excellent and so look i promised that we
0: would do some uh, natural cleaning products we didn't quite get that far but i know for certain we will next week we're going to talk about some of the basic things you probably have in your pantry and how you can turn those into chemical free cleaning in your home so you will be able to get rid of all those toxic nasties and spray bottles and things like that and just using some simple things like baking soda uh, white vinegar lemon there are so many amazing ways you can uh, clean your house without any toxins and chemicals that's the next step in the wellness lifestyle makeover so join us next week and we will chat to you then have an awesome week this has been a production of the check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives